0: okay so heading into episode two part two startup draft strategy hope you guys enjoyed the last session uh we had to cut it off there so we can reset for another close to an hour episode so here we go back to jt
1: well this this was uh never will happen ever again but i had tom brady gronkowski and uh the New England's Patriot kicker all in the same year.
0: He says never again, but it's happening this week. He's going to draft Brady, and then he's going to draft Gronk.
1: Well, what I mean is that it's <laughs> never happening again, but I think – You won't was, have the kicker, though. Or it may have not have been Gronkowski. It may have been like Moss that year where they just went off. That was sick. I I think that kicker got me just because off of – Goskowski or
0: Vinichurri. That was Vinatieri that year.
1: I think so. But I, I, I meant. I think I had Moss, Brady, and the kicker, and that's when Moss and Brady had the record. Uh, Is that two thousand
0: seven? Think nah, so. You haven't been playing that long, have you? Jesus. Oh, now, now I feel young. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, my kicker got me like I, I want to say at least ten to eighteen points a game. And meanwhile, Brady's going on for like forty. So,
0: yeah, I mean that's, and it's on the commissioner to like re-examine the the, the score, you know. That like you want fair. Um, oh, I went
1: undefeated that year up until the championship. That's the only game I lost. Wow. And I think I lost by like two points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's um. So draft strategy, it it. Uh, Another thing I want to touch on, obviously, this episode's going longer. I'll have to cut it um, to to make it three episodes. Awesome. (laughs) Um, um, So you're in the two slot. That's almost always an elite running back. You don't have to worry about years. You just hope your guy stays healthy and he just trounces people. Whether it's Levy and Bell at the two. Oh, man, you got to be wondering what Austin's up to. Is he going girly or is he going Bell?
1: Is he going, like, is he going to, like, go for Zeke? So – At the same time, I know I said it was stressful in the previous episode, but is it not really because then I can just go the other guy? Correct. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's kind of why, like,
0: (laughs) I think at the four slot, if three running backs win, you almost have to go A, B. If
1: you're at the four. Sure. If you're at the three, what do you do? Like (laughs) – Hope the first two made terrible decisions.
0: (laughs) Well, like, and that's, uh, I was listening to a podcast, and this one guy, he's like, I got totally thrown off because the guy went bell instead of Gurley at one. (laughs) And now you throw David Johnson back in the mix. So he's in the top four. I feel like, by the way, another hot take on the Arizona Cardinals. Do you guys want to know why I know about the Cardinals? There's a Facebook video thing that I just watched. It was like, if you want to know about teams you don't know about, mind you, I'm on the East coast find their team stuff, their team beat writer, like their team Twitter, like any coverage you can on the teams you don't know about and watch them. Opposite of that, make sure you're not oversold on it. Like Miami Dolphins hype up all their guys so much. You can't take any of it for fact. (laughs) Like apparently Albert Wilson and Danny Amendola are having amazing training camps. Woohoo. Amendola (laughs) is going to get injured by week five. Fact. Albert Wilson was on my radar until he went to the dolphins <laughs> and actually he <laughs> no, was on my radar. Tend, that tends to happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what their management did. Their management got rid of so many contracts and then brought on older guys with the same contracts, cumulative speaking. Um, but uh, yeah, by, so I'm in a weird spot at 10, I'd almost rather be at 12. So I know what came before me because if I leave somebody on the board who I want for the wheel around, mm-hmm. if I leave them, uh, you know, Sean can grab them or Joby can grab them. And Joby knows a lot about me right now. <laughs> we, we've, we've, we're in the three leagues. We've made a lot of trades together already. So, um, you know, and you can just go look at my rosters and just be like, all right, this guy likes this guy, this guy, and this guy for sure. sure. Um, which, you know, a part of me, a, because I don't want to like put money in and then like, force myself to climb a hill (laughs) but a part of me because this is a learning experience and it's a journey i almost want to go like opposite of the norm of what i've been doing at least what i've been doing with my teams and go completely the other way and i might I, i was thinking the other day i was like if people say dynasties are to be built by wide receivers what if i go wide receiver first three rounds And I answered this for a guy on a message board. He's like, "So if I go wires here first three rounds, what running backs am I looking at?" I'm gonna give you guys another hot take. You, in his case, he was able to draft rookies. So at round four or five in a startup, if you have rookies involved, you still probably have Nick Chubb available, Sonny Mitchell available, uh, Royce Freeman, Ronald Jones. Royce Freeman's the Broncos running back. Ronald Jones is the Bucks running back. Um, All of those guys are available. Opposite of that, if I choose to build around wide receivers, I'm now looking into the rounds eight through 12. I'm looking at the Clory Clements. I'm looking at the PPR guys. Chris Thompson, who's injury prone in Washington, might not see the ball as much because of Geis. Um, I'm looking at Jarrett McKinnon's a hot, hot running back right now on the message boards. He's the primary running back for the 49ers. Um, He's a PPR guy. So, Jarrett McKinnon, I don't expect the last to the round four. I really don't. But for me, I would not mind picking up Frank Gore, Carlos Hyde, Isaiah Crowell in like the eight through 12 rounds. and Really? really and really develop my backfield with the older known guys. Isaiah Crowell in the Jets backfield, they're not going to win, but he's their only running back. And I say that, but others like, well, what about Elijah M- McGuire? And what about Bilal Powell? Like Elijah McGuire and Bilal Powell were there with Matt Forte and they didn't establish themselves. Now you have Isaiah Carell, who had an okay line in Cleveland and he was he was good. Statistically, he was good. He's not fancy, he's not pretty, but he gets it done. So yeah, don't be stealing my picks, man. So yeah, if oh, you see totally, yeah. if you see me go Hopkins, Keenan Allen. Um, probably AJ Green or Julio Jones if they make it to the third round.
1: You know what I'm up to. <laughs> so you said doing stuff different is being in and I know we touched about it a little bit more or or we touched on it uh in the previous episode, but and being in multiple leagues. Is that an advantage disadvantage is that more trial and error you can use to eventually win all your leagues what's your what's your take on that so uh,
0: at least in my situation oh, uh, a because I like my scoring system my scoring system is the same so that allows me to really analyze the players and I'll, I'll probably come to the same conclusion on my players um, so that alone that that overrides that that's a similarity Uh, In one league, I have kickers, so that loses one flex. So in that situation, I only have two wide receivers, a super flex, and two running backs. I don't need depth as much as far as elite talent. Now in ours, I need to cover the extra flex spot. So I need a solid RB3 or, or a solid WR3 because I got two starters, two starters, and that flex now needs to be somebody important who's no longer a kicker. Um, and in mine and Joby's league, where <laughs> we each have six teams, we decided to do one more extra flex. So, one of my teams, I have like four RB1s. I intend to kill him with those four <laughs> RB1s. <laughs> um, so it. And each league is set different. Like here in the Dynasty Sub League, we have three divisions. All my other leagues, we have two conferences. Um, So that's going to change too. Like, it'll be interesting. Like, how strong do I have to be? If if I'm in a division where guys are, uh, they're in rebuilds, I don't need as elite of a team. So my management might be different based on you know if I'm facing my division twice a year the rest of you guys mind you we have sweep bonuses and things like that like if you sweep the non-division that's 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 a nice payout Mm
1: -hmm. so I
0: still want to beat you guys (laughs) but if like all three in my division are in rebuild I don't need the elites to to suddenly go 6-0 as much so I can take a flyer I might trade a veteran for an upside guy to set up later down the road because I can in my division um yeah, I think you got to kind of remember everything's fluid, like what your team looks like today in July. Like I've made three trades one time, and like three weeks later, my roster is totally different. Sure. And like Dynasty, yeah, you get to keep the rights, but I promise you whatever we draft this next two weeks. <laughs> Might not we'll, be your roster <laughs> the next. We'll, we'll talk again, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> And then like you gotta be mindful of um your draft outlook. You gotta take care of your future too. Like my uh in one league, my my former brother-in-law, he uh he's in the league, we're still friends. Um, he he wanted girly. I had girly, right? And like we were talking about some other situation, and I was like, dude, that'd be like me trading you girly. He's like, wait, you would trade me girly? I was like, heck no, I'm not gonna trade you girly. <laughs> he's like, so you won't at all. I was like, listen, everybody knows me, and this is a lesson learned. Do not get attached, no matter who it is, because somebody somewhere will make you an offer (laughs) that you cannot refuse. I did not want to give up Gurley, and Scott came back, and he said, what if I gave you this, 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 and this? I got Ingram, 2019 first, 2019 second, 2021, 2022, and somebody else, all for Gurley alone, (laughs) I was like, deal. All right. <laughs> like, dude, I'm or, like to a-
1: Or maybe you say, I would never give him up. And then when presented with the trade, you go, yeah, sure, he's yours.
0: Well, and everybody knows, like, I, I'm i so honest. I will flat out tell you, if you want him, you're going to have to overpay. I will literally tell you that. When you come to me, I'll be like, JT, you're going to have to overpay if you want him. Sure. But at least I let you know where you're staying. I'm not going to, like, have us waste back and forth banter. <laughs> like, if you have no prayer sure you have a prayer but you're gonna have to overpay yeah. like, in that situation Scott Leary was like alright hold my beer <laughs> and like we kind of laughed at it and the whole league was like he did not just do that Like, talk about age like now he has Gurley and Fournette but he has nothing else and I own all of his 2019-2020 first and second picks which I then traded away for a whole bunch of elites <laughs> like, well, strategy well, guys Ben got loaded up. Yeah, it's easy to load up when you have three firsts and three seconds because somebody wants those picks. I still want those picks. (laughs) Um, But again, like, and the coolest thing is with Dynasty and keeping the same owners, all of you are going to start to learn each other's tendencies, and you're also going to learn more about yourself and, like, what works and what doesn't work. And to me, my job as commissioner is to make sure everybody stays interested and stays active. Like I don't want the, the Owen 12 guy like pissed and not happy. Sure. Um, you know, and it, it, that's going to happen some years, but like in my family, redraft league, we've had the same guys the last three of five years. So to hold the same 12 owners for three years is pretty good. I think, um, you know, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Okay, so we talked about don't draft entirely your favorite team. Go ahead, like in my case, Packers backfield, I might do that. Uh, another one I did, the the Raiders backfield. Um, I had Jalen Richard, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, sleeper alert. Marshawn, really? Marshawn Lynch. I like him in the late rounds. Nobody likes him. He's going to be their RB one. And by the way, I am dispensing some advice literally to help my league mates. If they're like floundering around and they listen to this and they'll be like, Ooh, that's true. Uh, it was Jalen Richard on, uh, not paying. Oh, Doug Martin. Cause John Gruden loves Doug Martin. All 450 yards of them.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you get paid a hundred million dollars to do your job, you gotta be knowing what you're doing, right?
0: No, you just have to take Tony Dungy's team.
1: <laughs> True, <laughs>
0: I'm telling you now, Gruden should have stayed in the booth. I, to do what the Raiders did to Jack Del Rio, come on, man.
1: Is it Gruden's fault for the amount of money he got paid, though?
0: I don't think or it's is et- about to be paid. I don't ever want to say it's your fault for getting paid too much. I think that's solely on whoever paid you. <laughs> Amen. It is your job to try to live up to that contract. But
1: yeah, but if you're making a very good $2.5 million talking in a booth and then someone's like, hey, five years, $100 million, what? Well, and I'm going to take that all day.
0: Correct. And um, in Gruden's case, you can always see his passion. He still loves coaching.
1: That's why he has the specials about. Right. Coaching the, the college quarterbacks. Yeah,
0: so I mean, i don't blame him for taking the money. I'm, uh, I'm still a little upset that Jack Del Rio got the can. Um, I don't like guys getting good records with bad teams, getting let go. Um, <laughs> case in point, NBA, Dwayne Casey, coach of the year, gets fired, and they put his assistant in his position. Dude, that was your roster. That was not your coach. <laughs> um, yeah, that's insane. And on that same realm, um, so we talked patience a little bit. Like, after two years of losing, what do you do with your roster? Mm -hmm. Um, I think you really should just each – in Dynasty, I feel like if you're cerebral enough and you really approach it business, like, what is your plan for this year? Can you realistically win? Like, you know, when you play Madden, they ask you to set your goals. Yeah. Uh, You know, are you going to – do you agree to try to be nine and seven? Do you agree to try to be eight and eight? You know, um, I think that's important. I think you need to, after the draft, be like, all right, so I'm in this division. I have three wide receivers better than that guy, but I have no running backs. What am I going to do to fix this? Mm-hmm. Then you go into the rookie draft with that. Um, you know, you should be targeting running backs. You should go green Bay Packer mode. Did you see what they did the last two years in drafting? Hmm. Green Bay Packers one year drafted three cornerbacks. They did it again this year. They drafted two. And last year, they drafted three running backs, um, Jones, Williams, and uh, what's his name, Mays, who did not yet show up. And then this year, they drafted three wide receivers.
1: <laughs> so, Overkill, bro.
0: Well, you knew you were letting go to uh, Nelson or Cobb. Sleeper alert. <laughs> Cobb. <laughs> Cobb. Um. Speaking of Nelson and Crabtree, if we want to go there, um, Nelson is very cerebral, but he struggled without Rodgers. However, Carr has been working the back shoulder pass with uh, Jordy, Mm -hmm. and I think Jordy will be their bonafide WR2 in Oakland. Uh, Crabtree, he's got Flacco thrown to him. Crabtree could be a possessive Keyshawn Johnson type um, Mm -hmm. red zone guy. I just don't have that much faith in the Ravens offense until Lamar Jackson takes over Um, in those double tight ends. So I think the double tight ends, Lamar Jackson is where they want to go. Um, Crabtree, I don't think I would reach early, but I've seen board discussions where people are taking them early. They like them. Um, the, The other thing I think strategy wise, you should be mindful of depth charts. If you're debating drafting some team's WR3 when another team's WR1 is available, <laughs> uh, you should probably go WR1 unless it's Kelvin, Benjamin, in Buffalo because <laughs> you'll only get six games out of that guy.
1: Yeah, Mr. Glass. Well, plus, dude, who wants to play in Buffalo? It's like 30 degrees. You're, you're round. I right, and you're, and you're fragile. Like, come on, so, it just makes the fragileness more fragile.
0: Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else we want to cover, it's been pretty lengthy here. Um, I'll probably cut this this one into two episodes and just do a uh, part one, part two draft strategy. Sounds good. Anything else on the list? There,
1: you hit it all, uh, my friend.
0: I mean, I. I <laughs> As we could tell, I, I could talk about this stuff. I enjoy talking about this. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's a <laughs> uh, no secret I, why you wanted a podcast of it, my friend. Yeah,
0: it's um, guys, feel free to hit us up, dynasty sup guys on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you really want to email me, it's the same thing dynasty sup guys at gmail.com. This was episode two and three draft strategy going into a startup three to four weeks later. We're going to do the uh, rookie draft, uh, which also means probably later this week we'll talk about the rookies after our startup goes. We're going to be using Sleeper Bot. We'll probably share the images, um, obviously, amongst our group, and then I'll probably tweet some out and get ridiculed. <laughs> um, oh, so the only other thing we didn't talk about so much was quarterbacks. And the league rules and quarterbacks, um, in a one-quarterback setup, you usually don't draft quarterbacks to like six or seven. Even if it's Rodgers, there's just so much equal value. It doesn't matter. Do not reach. Uh, in a super Superflex, you got interesting things going on in Dynasty mode. Um, what do you like? Who do you like? Out, oh, Jimmy G, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, there's one other young guy. Yeah, so you got Jimmy G, Mitch Trubisky, Marcus Muriel, and Jameis Winston. Who? What's your order on those?
1: Um, yeah. Put you on the spot. I hate it because there. Uh, I got personal preference.
0: That's what I'm asking. Go ahead.
1: Well, no, no, no. I mean, oh, I mean, I like one guy more than the other just because. Who? Um, uh, Winston.
0: Oh, okay. That's I was not expecting that. I, that. I
1: like Winston out of all those guys, then Mariota.
0: Oh, so just so you know, you have a lot of Tampa people in our league, <laughs> 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 too. Oh, well. All right, so you got Winston, Mariota.
1: My Florida State days, but.
0: Oh, I got you. So you got Winston, Mariota before Jimmy G and Mitch Trubisky? I do. So you're not on the Jimmy G hype train.
1: I I see I, I'm not a big rookie guy fair uh, I just
0: Jimmy G's not a rookie though he's fifth year
1: I still don't
0: like <laughs> Mentally well, though, well, you're like he's a rookie yeah absolutely <laughs> he's a six-game rookie as long as he's not Matt Flynn we're good
1: <laughs> you know he did he did all right in San Fran um, he didn't do terrible in New England but I just, I, I feel San Fran feels like that's their guy. I, he's not the guy for me though.
0: Then you would have hated the trade I made. When I had the one one, I traded out for a whole bunch of stuff and Jimmy G. Jimmy G. is my primary on that. So I have Rogers and Jimmy G. in one league.
1: I don't hate it.
0: Only because I have Rogers is probably why exactly. you don't hate. Yeah, exactly. I, that's why I figured. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah I just so when we talk about overlapping leagues and design I have Rogers in both leagues and I wanted Rogers plus a young guy that's that's what superflex. I was like okay young guy he's still Jimmy G 49ers are still gonna struggle they're gonna fling the ball he's gonna score 28 points cool so and then opposite of that I was a big Chiefs guy last year uh, mm-hmm. probably probably because I had Smith and I had Kelsey okay. um, and Interesting in, in like redraft league, you start to like the guys that you win with and then you develop that attachment that we talk about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which
0: then leads you to draft those same guys the next year. Um, so that's interesting. And I actually really, really like the Chiefs offense with a gunslinger like Mahomes. So in both leagues, I have Rodgers plus a young guy that throws. Um, in another league I designed, in that 6 team league, I designed one of my um, quarterback crews to just be the running types. So I had Mariota and Tyrod Taylor. And I think I scored Russell Wilson on that same team. So that, that's, you know.
1: Yeah, that's completely different.
0: <laughs> so The only other thing is in the same league that I had, um, Rodgers and Mahomes, I made trades and I got Russell Wilson on that team. <laughs> so now Mahomes is my QB three. And people are like, what? Which is good because, as I told you, the Seahawks and the Packers share the same bye week, bye week seven. So for one week, I'm Mahomes only, and I have to put like a wide receiver or something in the, the flex.
1: One week, though.
0: Right. And it, like you you do need to understand like due to bye weeks and due to injuries, you're just going to straight up lose some weeks. If you go undefeated, you're amazing. Um, things happen. Like last year I lost a game because my kicker got a concussion in the first quarter. My kicker got a concussion <laughs> in the first quarter.
1: How do you, So that game was made up by like three points?
0: <laughs> I literally lost by 0. .6. Point
1: .6. All I knew Not was one
0: extra point.
1: point. That. Nope, that's going to cause me to throw my laptop across the room.
0: <laughs> we got decimals in this league, brother. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. One year, my, my, uh, my dad lost a game um, on a f- lost fumble. Remember when Calvin Johnson like had that fumble at the two? Yeah. So he lost 2 points from that fumble and they didn't score the touchdown either. So he lost by literally 0.72 or something from he would have been better off if Calvin Johnson ran out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Which is awesome. That's why we play fantasy football people for the <laughs> stories. We like, for we the like stories.
1: To gamble and yeah. to tell other people that we lost by point 001 points
0: yeah but I don't know it's all fun I like being a general manager with low stakes but you know when you talk about feeling pressure and I'm telling you so you're going to feel it a little bit on the when when you're on the clock Sure, but as soon as our 25 are picked and you see your first trade offer come in from me (laughs) you're going to be like this is life changing (laughs) Because it'll probably involve draft picks and stuff, and it's it's a totally different feel, and that's why I encourage everybody, if you have a good group of, I hope, 12 friends, not 10 or 8, I do encourage you guys to get into Dynasty, only because ownership, tradition, and the the real stakes, it feels, because you could set your team back. Did you watch the NFL draft this year? No. Uh, So Gettleman, the Giants GM? He, he was talking about the two slot where he picked Barkley. He's like the two slot. You need to pick almost an all pro pro bowler. Otherwise you'll set your team back for years. And he's right. Especially if you get the quarterback wrong, like the Jets sure. o- always did. <laughs> I actually, I, another hot take. I kind of like Sam Darnold, New York jets, write it down. You don't like it.
1: No. Cause well, you, you don't, you don't yeah. like rookies.
0: Oh, fair. So that's the other I, thing, too. I don't
1: care about rookies either. I especially don't care about rookies from the New York Jets.
0: So part of why I traded out of the 1-1, and we'll talk about that in Dynasty, uh, as soon as Barkley, I really got the, the gut feeling he was not going to be a Brown. I was like, if he's a Giant, I don't like the Giants. So I was like, all right, I'll trade out of that. <laughs> so you will make moves based on your own personal preference. It might cost you. It might cost you wins, but you'll be happier as a person.
1: (laughs) Is it really worth it, though?
0: Yeah, to not root for the Giants. You know, I say that, and here I am. I'm like, dude, look at their roster. Ingram at tight end, OBJ outside, Saquon doing his thing, and Sterling Shepard in the slot.
1: Now, if they they didn't have a finger-painting quarterback, they'd do all right.
0: Uh, Davis Webb. (laughs) is on my roster he is on my roster i acquired him as my qb4 because i saw a few things davis webb wasn't thinking the giants were going to pick a quarterback at all and then management really likes him so put that one away davis webb might be worth it somewhere eventually Maybe. <laughs> uh, but I do like what the Giants did, the hog mollies. And I'm sure you can appreciate this because you're a big guy. Uh, Willie Hernandez is a beast. Sure. The The left guard. So you got Nate Solder and Willie Hernandez leading the way for Saquon Barkley. That dude's going to run. So where do you think you're going to get your rookie pick? You're hoping for the two again? <laughs> Dude, if you get if you get the two in the rookie,
1: I'll dude, trade them away. That's really, what I'm gonna do. Really? <laughs> I really mean, no. I can't say that for certain.
0: All I will say is if you have the one-two in the startup and the one-two in the rookie, you're in good shape for running backs for sure.
1: I, I agree with you hundred percent. I again personal preference. I feel rookies should not be a huge deal in your fantasy because
0: So you're going to be like me. You're going to trade your picks for known values. Probably. Okay. So that's me and you that way. Um, Joby's a pick guy. And I think big Ben is a pick guy. So that's good. So we have trade partners. Yeah. Hey, I won't won't be trading with you apparently because you don't like, (laughs) Yeah,
1: we're doing the same thing. Um, Yeah. I just don't feel like a rookie should be like, there has not been, A whole lot to pan out over a season it's just not in the cards
0: uh i saw an interesting stat while we do want to talk about that the wide receivers that do pan out or first round nfl draft Mm -hmm. nfl draft first round wide receivers it was like 35 percent so if you're looking if you're ever looking at wide receivers look at the guys that got drafted in the first round uh hot take Mike Williams, Chargers. He was the seventh overall out of Clemson, and yeah. he's he's going to be Cle- uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, Oakland, Las Vegas, whatever <laughs> the char- <Yeah>. the Chargers. <laughs> um, he's going to he's probably going to be their WR two, and that's with that other. I mean, fa- of
1: course, of course that- there's just some guys that you're just going to be like, yep. That's gonna be a future Hall of Famer. So, but Who, I feel that's so. Would you put that on?
0: Oh, okay. I was like, wait, maybe Barkley. But other than that, I, I try not to say stuff like that. Okay. So, case in point, like Corey Davis. People are calling him a Hall of Famer. You know Corey Davis?
1: Never heard of him. So obviously See? he's not. See,
0: <laughs> that, that's that's my point. And people like love the guy. I was like, he's the WR one in, in Titans. He's He's at the Titans wide receiver one. He had some injuries. Um, People love him. So if you can draft him and there's somebody in our league that like loves him, draft him again, draft value and trade who you don't like. Just because they're on your team doesn't mean they're going to be on your team. Exactly. So like, I might like take my own words verbatim and be like, Ooh, I don't really like this guy, but, but he's got to be shoppable. Like to me, uh, Jay Ajayi, not much value for me. People love them, though. But people love them. Somebody in your 12 is probably going to be like, hey, man, what is he going to take to get Jay
1: Talk about one hell of a trade. Hey, I'm going to be the best running back on the Miami Dolphins and then go win a Super Bowl because my coach doesn't like me. Way
0: LeGarrette, to show
1: him, guy.
0: LeGarrette Blount picked the right side, too. hmm <laughs> He sure yeah. did. Um, on that note – the, yeah, at some point, we need, just need to talk about backfields and committees and all that, too. But that's not this episode. I think we're done <laughs> on this one. It's getting late. Uh, this is definitely stretching into episode three. Hopefully, the league mates listen to this and take something from it. I'm, I'm, I I'm, see your notepad over there, so you definitely took something. Took my moves, man. All your
1: moves. <laughs> You're not get one guy.
0: Well, <laughs> fortunately, we're eight spots away from each other, so
1: it really doesn't matter
0: (laughs) yeah I mean by the time you're on the clock my guys will be gone your guys will be so but yeah cool I think we'll wrap that up for episode two episode three and we'll probably talk some more draft strategy on episode four or rookie draft strategy episode four or we'll just review the first two rounds if we get it going so Cool, man. Appreciate you subbing in for John Banks and Ben McDole. I'm Ben Osman. That's JT Donahue. Donahue? Hey, what's your team name going to be there, buddy?
1: I'm going to go with I Don't Knows.
0: I Don't Knows. Can I be the I Don't Cares? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm going to change my team name to the Care Bears <laughs> because I'm going to give you all my secrets and let you know that I care. <laughs> now watch somebody out there in twitter universe is going to like create that emoji
1: 100 <laughs> uh, yeah
0: hopefully my logo guys can finish my logos but cool thank you guys for listening hit us up any questions dynasty sup guys on instagram twitter dynasty sup guys at gmail and Dynastysup.com. that's s-u-p-p not the soup We are your supplement and support for all your dynasty needs. And give my boy JT and John Banks a listen on Beard Strong Podcast. I don't have all the fancy exit stuff that he does, but he's got some cool music. We'll work on that. Peace.